Hubris, Round 2, Group 9. This piece is titled Rebirth. Content warnings for this episode are mentions of death, afterlife, fantasy typical magical agreement logic, as well as depictions of plant imagery horror and body horror. I don't remember being dead. I don't remember how it happened or how it felt. I would love to be able to give you a simple description. Maybe it was cold or it was dreary and dark. But the truth is that from the moment I left the place where all the dead end up, the underworld, I guess you could call it, my memories of my life there began to fade. Sometimes I look at myself and think about how exhausting it must have been to remember how to be a person again in those first few seconds after crossing. I've got enough thoughts on the ethics of necromancy to fill a book or two, but I'm getting ahead of myself. For now, all you need to know is that once I was dead, and then sometime later, I was not. Considering how little I can remember my time being dead, it's weird how clearly I can remember the coming back to life part. In fact, it started like this. I was running. I don't remember from what. Could have been a game. Could have been something quite terrible. I don't know that it matters. Maybe I was exploring with a friend. But I like to think that I was alone. There was a door. There are never been a door before. I think I was curious. So I opened it. Uh, hello? Hello? Um, anyone home? person would let this- whoa. What. The. Hell. It was just solid, I swear. I shouldn't be here. I need to- I- I- I need to go back. I don't remember my death. And I remember even less of my life before it. But I knew, in that moment, I'd never experienced anything like that before. Imagine opening a door into a hurricane. Or a tidal wave. Something just so there. So overwhelming that you'd never survive more than a minute inside of it. That's what it was like. A tornado of spring. I didn't know where else to go, so I stayed in the cottage. Every hour, I'd crack the door ever so slightly, hoping that the passage that had brought me in here would have magically reappeared. But it never did. I don't know how long I waited. I know it felt like forever. And then just as I was about to check for what felt like the millionth 
time. There was a knock at the door. Uh, hello? Oh, wow. Curious. I take it you're our new subject. Sorry, is this? I'm in your home, aren't I? Look, I promise you, I don't know how I got here, but... <laughs> Sorry, I don't... Is something funny? Nothing to worry about, it's just that of all the places you could have entered through, your spirit chose the one place that doesn't fall under my domain. Your what? My apologies, I haven't bothered to introduce myself. How terribly rude. I am the Lord of Spring. So... You may call me Vervain. Right, um, so Vervain, if you're, like, powerful... Very. Do you know how to send me back? Uh, we don't get dead ones here often. <laughs> I feel like I should be offended by that. And now you're stuck on the wrong side of things. Unfortunately, as the Lord of Spring, I have power over the living, and I can't open the windows to any underworld. Oh. But I might still be able to do something for you. Oh? Come with me. Wait, outside, it's... it's too... Trust me. He held out his hand. His stare was pointed, intense, fixed entirely on me. But somehow, it didn't feel like too much. Not like the garden had. I took his hand. Better? Yeah, much better. I'm pleased to hear it. And you don't care that I just showed up? What happens to escape souls is none of my business. Unless you want it to be. As he spoke, the nearby plants seemed to bloom bigger, brighter. Nearby vines reached out from where they hung, curling around my feet and trailing across my arms. They like you. Oh, they do, do they? It's been a while since I've seen them show off. <laughs> what else can they do? What would you like to see? So, this has been nice, but, um, what does this have to do with helping me again? Spring is about life, revitalization, regrowth. These are forces that I have a semblance of control over. I cannot send you back to the land of the dead, but I can, with time, bring you to a point where you can comfortably stay here amongst the living. If you would like to stay. What would I have to do? Nothing too drastic, I promise. There is a fruit with restoring properties that grows exclusively on my trees. Consume it and you will find yourself becoming more present in this world. All I have to do is eat it? That is correct. Each seed represents a facet of your allegiance to this realm. A big commitment. Considering your circumstances, I believe it would be a bit more symbolic than anything. I promise I actually thought about the decision. It wasn't as much of a snap decision as it seemed. I swear. But to Vervain's eyes, at least, it must have seemed immediate. Okay, Whew. here goes, I guess. No, not all at once. Dear Lord. Did you just... Is that about yourself? That is not the point. You must see that slowly, one seed at a time. 
bringing a soul back to life is no easy task. Why? What happens if I don't? I promise you do not want to know. I ate the first seed then, under Vervain's watchful eye. Immediately, the world around me seemed to back off, become less oppressive. The colors of the flowers seemed to dim. Or maybe it was just me that got brighter. Wow. We kept walking. Every now and then, I'd stop to point out something interesting, and Vervain would give me the backstory, or he would show me something he found beautiful. I don't know how long we spent like that. Together. It could have been days, and through it all, I never felt myself getting tired. And I kept eating the seeds. With each one, I could feel myself becoming more tangible, more real. I stopped having to yell to be heard over the rush of the wind. My feet started making sound on the grass, not just over hard ground. I could feel Vervain's breath against my ear as he told me the names of the hanging vines. And I stopped having to hold his hand in order to not be overwhelmed by the gardens. Not that that stopped me from holding it, necessarily. It was nice. It was real nice. And over here, if you're lucky, one is typically able to find... Apologies for the interruption, my lord. A member of the court has requested an audience. And which member would that be? It's... Halivore. They say it's urgent. Then they may present themselves. Uh, my lord, I would ask a favor. Um, what favor would that be? I am afraid I can no longer stay here like this. I'm requesting your permission and your help in leaving my role within your domain. I know, I know, my lord. But I wouldn't ask if I thought I could continue otherwise. The air here is just too thick and too perfumed by your flowers. And at least this way, I could be on the contributing end. What? What are they talking about? Not a matter of your concern, ma'am. And you are sure? Yes, I am. I will be sorry to see you go. And I to leave. Very well, then. What, what's happening? Bane, what are you doing? Granting a request. But they said they wanted to leave. That's... But, but you made them... Now they're flowers. They knew what they were asking for. I, I, I need to go. What was that? I already told you. It was their request. I promise you they knew what they were asking. I want to go home. You don't have a home. You know what I mean. I never lied to you. I can't send you back to the world of the dead. I don't have that power. And besides, look at yourself. You don't belong there anymore. I'm not like your subjects either. No. But you're much too alive now to go back without dying again. I, I, I don't want to die. No. Would staying with me be so bad? It's not just you. It's this place. It doesn't like me. I can assure you it very much does. No. Your spring buzzes, Vervain. It chirps, and it glistens, and it grows, and it blossoms. It's obsessed with sprawl. It always wants more. But I'm not like that. 
I like small. I like simple. I like that shitty little cottage I first turned up in. And if I could live there by myself until the end of time, I would be perfectly content. I like you, or at least I liked the time we spent together as you showed me around. But that doesn't mean... Your spring doesn't like that. It doesn't matter what you say. Everything here screams change, be more, feel stronger. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. His silence then was long and terrible. I wish I could say that if you truly want to leave, I will let you go. But you can't. No, I can't. However, neither do I want you to be with me and forever miserable. Do you still have the fruit that I gave to you? Yeah, it's right here. And you have eaten how many seeds? Five so far. If you stop now, you would only be tied to this domain for five twelfths of the year. And the rest of the time? You could go anywhere you wished. In the world of the living? Mm-hmm. You would not be entirely present, but yes, in the world of the living. And that's my only option? Well, there is always hell of us past. Ugh. Mm. It is the best I can offer. And the life of a flower in Spring's garden is nothing to scoff at. How long do I have to think about it? If you were to leave here at this very moment, until your seven months of freedom were up. And then what? You send out search parties to find me? No. But if you were to ever step foot inside Spring again, I would be forced to keep you. What, like the season? Anywhere? I told you, I am Spring. Time and space are coordinates, at best. Wherever it is Spring, I exist. And where I exist, it is always Spring. One more question. Hmm. If five seeds are equal to five twelfths of the year, does that mean each seed ties me here for a month? In simple terms, yes. So if I were to eat another one? You would be required to spend half of your time here. Uh, see you in a few months, I guess. <laughs> kind of an awkward goodbye after all that. Yeah. Yeah? If your plan was to return to the cottage, it's in the other direction. Right. I'd love to say I agonized over the decision. I mean, how hard could it be to just avoid spring? It definitely couldn't be as hard as Ravain made it sound. And while I didn't exactly like the idea of being on the run for the rest of my not-quite-alive life, the thought of having to be anywhere for a set amount of time should have sounded even worse. At least I had only eaten five seeds, right? Except, it wasn't that simple, was it? And though there was a part of me that wanted to go back, consider the pros and cons until I'd thought myself into an anxious spiral. Deep down, I knew what I was going to do from the moment I asked about that extra seed. So yeah, I made my decision. And this is how I live now. For six months... I enjoy the relative peace of the cottage. I spend the days alone. I don't keep a garden. It's really not that bad. I've become 
very good at cooking. Something I had to learn all over from scratch. Lately, I've been working on this manuscript. Something about having literally nothing else to do really gets the writing juices flowing, I guess. And if my arrangement ever falls through, I want to wait for people to know what happened. Look at the time. I'm running late. I mentioned I lived here for half the year. The rest of the time... Right on time. I could never keep you waiting. Are you ready? Just about. Just let me... Take as long as you need. I've been away for so long, I can handle a few more minutes. After you. Well, I keep my promise. Rebirth was written by Rashika Rao with script editing by Newt Chattelkati. It was directed by Newt Chattelkati with dialogue editing by Paris B. and sound design by Martin Dearden. Music was made by Martin Dearden. Redacted was voiced by Paris B. Vervain was voiced by Martin Dearden. Hellebore was voiced by Anne Baird. And The Dryad was voiced by Rashika Rao. Our transcript was made by Anne Baird.